I'm just a little bit upset about Warner Brothers Montreal. Like, we all know what happened. Of course, Gotham Knights is getting ready to come out this Friday. Um, the game will only be locked at 30 frames per second. And this is why I'm very, very upset. Because if we remember, when the game got announced, at first, they were going to have for last-gen consoles, being the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, locked at 30 frames per second. That's pretty good for a last-gen console. But then when you when they're working on the uh, the current generation because we are now in the current generation the playstation 5s xbox series s and x you know our expectations were okay 60 frames per second and i okay first of all i i want to bring in a record monica i never pre-order a video game i just never do it it's i just think it's a waste of money in my opinion a lot of people bought the the digital collection collector's edition for a hundred bucks i just think that's a waste of money i know i i'm a gamer at heart but i just don't I don't like to buy things at premium where I really don't really have a need for them, right? It's just a thing for me. It's like when I go shopping for myself, I always try to find a value into what I'm buying, whether it's clothes, whether it's video games. If it's a video game that I'm reviewing and I need something new to play for entertainment, food, uh, 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 water, you know, things like that. I go shopping for myself when there is a necessity uh, need for it i don't like to spend money on something that you know it's cool to have but it's just like now it's just crowding up your space at home right and i don't know maybe i'm different with it y'all seen my house you know we're, we're i'm very mi minimal when it comes to my house like i have i have things but i don't have like clutter right because clutter creates negative energy and when negative energy is in your home you have negative negative energy uh around you so that's why i try to keep the negative energy out keep the positive energy in but a lot of people did buy the collector's edition right for gotham knights and a lot of gamers are very very upset and rightfully so i'm kind of upset too um i was looking forward to the game being 60 frames per second because if you're going to market this game to be a big title if you're going to market this game to be the next big step in the Batman universe, the DC universe, our expectations are if you're going to say for the newer Xbox and PlayStation 5, yeah, we need 60 frames per second because that is the new standard right now. I know a lot of people are very upset about this. Some people were, were upset at other people because they they think that we're spoiled right a lot of gamers think other gamers are spoiled but i'm kind of on that that train where okay i went out and by the grace of god i've got a playstation 5 because back then it was hard to get and it was a, i paid a premium price for my console and now i want games to come out at 60 frames per second because if you look back ratchet and clank has 60 frames per second a spider-man has 60 frames per second the, the the game of the year edition miles morales that came out they had both uh, old gen and new gen new gen had 60 frames per second um who else had it? horizon zero dawn is bigger is a bigger game than gotham knights they have 60 frames per second performance mode so I, i'm kind of on that 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 line of okay this is this is unacceptable right because you marketed this game to be a big title you say that you know you're getting all of these things and these factors and then the the icing on the cake with some gamers and this is why i think gamers are pissed off gamers are pissed off simply because this story broke as of yesterday and the game comes out this friday 
So why is it that you guys waited until the game, you got your pre-order sales to say, oh, by the way, this game will not be in 60 frames per second. I think they knew that that was coming. I think that the company knew that, hey, uh, we need to tell them that this game is not uh, uh, 60 frames per second performance mode. Here's what they messed up with it too, Monica and T, because the story broke by a person who somehow got his copy early so he got he got his copy early i don't know if he was under embargo or not i don't really know some people say he was under embargo some people say he surprisingly was able to get the game you know some people are saying that and he played the game and say oh by the way this game is locked at 30 frames per second then it caused the game creator the game director the develop lead the uh, developer to say uh well the story broke we're screwed so we might as well confirm this leak because that, that's technically what it is it was a leak and now they're getting exposed now people are pissed right i'm on the fence where i'm a little bit pissed because i know a lot of people i know a lot of people say that we're spoiled but my expectations t if i'm gonna have a premium console let's say for an example i do have this playstation 5 that is more than capable to push performance mode to the next games and and you're going to charge 70 dollars for this game my expectations are i want the best of the best it has to be worth that 70 dollars now um a lot of people did cancel their pre-order monica they they canceled they i don't think going to twitter about it i mean i don't i think people also i, I do agree with this line here too i think a lot of people tweeted that they canceled their pre-order because maybe they wanted to get some some likes on twitter um and that's very i don't believe everybody that says oh i canceled my pre-order because maybe you didn't even pre-order at all right and you're just saying you canceled your pre because we don't know if you you I, I could say i had a pre-order right you don't know i didn't have a pre-order by the way but a lot of people could say that they pre-ordered but then now this is a way oh let's let's say this on twitter so i can get some following right a lot of people do things for clout nowadays so um but this is very upsetting this is very very upsetting here's what i think they, they could try to fix i don't think we're gonna get patch a uh, patch one with 60 frames this week I, I mean that takes weeks to do um i i honestly do think that we are going to get 60 frames per second later because they're realizing how much and this is an impactful moment right they're gonna lose money from this week right they're not going to i can say comfortably that gotham knights launch day this friday is not going to go well right because you got a lot of people if it's true a lot of people canceled their pre-orders to some people was, was probably never really into this game from the get-go but then that's like the icing of the cake that we're not getting 60 frames per second where am i, I where am i at on the fence because see you asked me this this morning i'm 50 50 right because I I growth uh, uh, some money saved up some money to get games for the holiday season, and maybe I'm waiting until and I know I probably will I'm gonna wait until the game reviews come out right if Metacritic or I IGN and IGN's a little funny with it sometimes but if Metacritic gives it a good score maybe it might be something that I might look into now if if Metacritic gives it a bad score then what i'm gonna do because i'm sure they will because this is i mean this is a launch failure what they're probably gonna do around christmas time is probably discount this game 
right they're probably gonna knock it down 10 bucks 20 dollars right so that way it's probably 50 dollars there's probably 40 dollars right when it comes down to the holiday because they'll try anything to make sales you got to make your money back from making this project so that's what i feel like is going to happen um i i do think we're going to get 60 frames per second it just won't be at launch day i would want it to be launch day now if somehow they're able to pull it out of their 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 ass a little bit and they say okay when the game launches now we have 60 frames per second that's when people might come back to the table that's when i definitely 100 will come back to the table and play the game knowing that it's 60 frames per second but now that i'm knowing that it's 30 frames per second i don't know like i don't know now because i was looking forward to that next level that next generation of gaming and to see that we're not gonna really get that you know it's just gonna be one of those things that okay well maybe we're gonna take a back seat on this because you got to remember next week after the 21st call of duty comes out right and two weeks from there you got sonic frontiers and god of war ragnarok coming out too so people are saying okay we'll skip gotham knights because we can wait another week for call of duty then that's what people are doing or when you buy call of duty okay we'll wait two more weeks for uh, god of war definitely getting god of war and I, I, there's no no reminisce on that i'm definitely getting god of war um but that's what people are saying so it's just it's 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 just unfair and it's not i don't know this was a, a bad move for for the developers of gotham nice to not include 60 frames per second because like i say their, their sales are not going to be good this weekend it's it's not because people are just not they they solidify like hey this is it right this is one of the things this is this solidifies okay i definitely ain't getting this game now because i know that it doesn't and some people say it doesn't even look good some people are saying that uh batman arkham knights that ran 30 frames per second on last gen looks better than gotham knights so that that tells you something when game explain and this goes out to um um rgt 85 uh, he was on the spawn wave podcast and he he brought up a good point because I, I like listen to those guys i love their podcast they said that uh when getting so game explain is a game review and usually game explain is okay but they kind of play nice with the companies a little bit they the companies say hey we'll pay you this amount of dollars to, to give us a good review and it's business at the end of the day but game explains said yeah the, the the frame drops a little a little bit too to our liking too much to our liking when game explain is telling you that then that's also a bad sign It's really really a bad sign um but like I say, I, I don't know. I don't I'm 50 50 with Gotham Knights right now. Uh, it's a bummer because I was looking really, really forward into buying this game for sure. But it's just it's not it's not it's not a game that I mean, this is a game where you need to you, you should you should include 60 frames per second. That's just my expectation. Um, that's just how I feel. Um, but, you know, it is one of those things that, you know, a lot of people are upset and they they have they have every right to be upset right um speaking of games because this is kind of a gaming podcast a little bit today because we've i mean a lot has gone on with gaming speaking of another game that got hit this week bayonetta 3 of course the voice actor helena taylor of course she's been uh the voice actor for uh Bayon bayonetta for the last two games i want to say of course uh she is insulting uh, Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale is the newest voice actor for Bayonetta 3. And it's, it's said to be said that Helena Taylor, she only got offered $4,000 for her work. Now, I do say 
because Helena Taylor is very, she's a good voice actor, right? She's a part of SAG. So that means you're, you're doing something good. Jennifer Hale is pretty good. Now I didn't, I didn't agree with her trashing and bashing Jennifer Hale because Jennifer Hale is doing her job, right? Um, as a voice actor, voice actors really shouldn't downplay and trash other voice actors, right? Maybe because, yeah, you might have a little bit more talent than another voice actor, but you should never criticize somebody for their creative work because maybe it sells, right? I, I would get upset if, because I'm a voice actor too, um, Hardline, second term, we submitted in, in for our distribution. I wanted to announce that real quick. It's coming out for our distribution. We wrapped Hardline second turn this past wednesday it was so much fun rapping and getting things done but as a voice actor myself as a voice actor myself i i don't i don't really i i don't agree with this 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 uh this logic right i understand that she's hurting right i understand that you know honestly four thousand dollars for work is not enough honestly i'm gonna go out there and say that's not enough for voice acting work because that's a talent that is very extraordinary and very few people have it um but I just don't understand the, the bashing part of it because, you know, there Jennifer Hale's just working, right? And I'm sure Jennifer Hale doesn't really care because she's still getting that Bayonetta money regardless. Um, but the Bayonetta voice actor urges fans to boycott the third game over insulting pay rate. I agree, right? That's very insulting for, for someone who been voice acting been voice acting bayonetta of course she's the original voice actor um said she said this to platinum games and insulting pay rate kept her from voicing the character in bayonetta 3 of course taylor published a series of videos on twitter on saturday in which she detailed the reason for tearing down turning down the role excuse me claiming that platinum games gave her a final offer of four thousand dollars for the voice of the iconic role again she, she's iconic right no matter how you want to spin it because i know a lot of youtubers did bring up okay the last thing she voice act i mean she done a lot of smash work right but then you know your your latest work was about eight years ago we want to say 2014 right so what have you been doing since then right i don't know times are tough maybe she's not getting booked right maybe that's the case and it is true you can't live off of four thousand dollars for one work you can't you cannot do it and with this with nintendo they're not offering residual checks right so when you're getting that final payout of four thousand dollars that's not enough they'll get you about a month or two maybe three but that's not enough to to make a stable uh, living off of seeing that you're not getting uh residuals of course uh yuzuka mayata confirmed in october that taylor would not be repressing her role in the, the franchise third game instead jennifer hill a prof, uh, profile voice actor known as her voice in mass effect commander shepherd and overwatch overwatches ash would take over the voice and band yet of course again and this is why and this is the part where i don't i don't agree with you bashing because jennifer hill again you she's been in a lot of great stuff right so she's made her mark. So for you to bash another voice actor, all you got to do is, I think you should be happy for her. Honestly, I know it hurts. It stings. And maybe if you boycott the game, sure. Because a lot of people did boycott. A lot of people did cancel their, their pre-order. But there are a lot of people that says, I don't care. Because there's a lot of other pieces with making a video game. So I say, because I'm not a video game developer. I develop movies and films. I do not dabble in video games. But... 
Um, you have a lot of moving parts, right? You have your animators, your engineers, your developers, your artists, your graphic design, your vector de design. You have all of these different parts when it comes to making uh, a video game. So, and that's what she did, Monica. She she's bashing the boycott, and you're not allowing people, other people that are a part of this project, to get paid because that's how it works. You know, you get an advance from a publisher or something like that. You get money to grow to to build this project, but then you spend the money. And then in hopes that the video game will sell so that way you can make a rate of return. Um, so that's that's pretty pretty much what she's saying. Of course, a lot of people did say that they have auditions for the cast, uh, the new Banyetta, and we offered the road. They offered the road to Jennifer Hill, whom they felt it was a good match for the character. They also said, uh, and this is a part for them too, they did say that um that you know helena taylor was just not busy it didn't fit her schedule um but i do i i do agree that you know we have four thousand dollars for her work it's a little low right it's a little low now here's a video and i like doing these video parts of it because this is where we like to share our video for you guys so let me see because we've got this microphone on a on a swivel here so let's see if we can get that going because this is the video from helena uh, Taylor. So uh, let's see if we can get that uh, that video up for you guys. Hold on one second. Hello, my name's Helena Taylor, and I am the voice of Bayonetta. And I would like to explain to you why I didn't voice Bayonetta three. Mm. Bayonetta franchise made an approximated four hundred and fifty million dollars. That's not including merchandise. But that might include the digital because Bayonetta, I mean, they, you had the original version T, then you had the remaster, and then you had the port to Switch for both one and two. And maybe like little, because she said not merchandising, I think like video specials grow some money too, because they probably they did do some video specials on Bayonetta for YouTube. So um, I, th I think it's all together, but let's continue the video. As an actor, I trained for a total of seven and a half years. Three years at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art, Lambda, mm. voice coach Barbara Barkery, and four and a half years with the legendary Larry Moss in Los Angeles. Mm. And what did they think this was worth? What did they offer to pay me? The final offer to do the whole game as a buyout of that mm. rate was four thousand US dollars. This is an insult to me. And it is time that I took to work on my talent and everything that I have given to this game and to the fans. I am asking the fans to boycott this game and instead spend the money that you would have spent on this game donating it to charity and some people and some people are doing this right but it is it's hard it's very very hard because a lot of people just don't care <laughs> i mean and it, it sucks but a lot of people just don't care they're still going to buy the game i didn't want the world didn't ask for too much I was just asking for a decent, dignified living wage. Mm. What they did was legal, but it was immoral. 
And that's why she said it was legal. And I wanted to break that down for why she said that part was legal. Uh, simply because, you know, it is, it, I mean, it is legal, right? It, it is legal that they can do that. Um, when you're part of SA, um, the SAG uh, community, the Screenwriters Actors uh, Guild, um, when, when you're a part of something like that, you get sort of a, you, this is how much you're, you're, this is how much you can gain because you're a part of this right and with SAG, and SAG is good with that too because it, it helps you find work definitely helps you find work I'm trying to work in my way into getting into SAG but I think they should have paid her a little bit more than four thousand dollars because it, it is an iconic role it's not like it was a side character it's not like you're like a special uh, or a guest voice actor this was the main part right the main character the main part nintendo and platinum games have it in their budget they could have gave her a little bit more now i don't know with that when what jennifer hill's offer was i'm sure that was it was probably um it, it would have had to been more because of what she did in her title um and how many because you got to have a resume too right you you can't just have one one and i'm not saying helena taylor had one game under her belt but like you can't have one or two games on your belt and expect to get paid high right and it's just the same thing with voice actors actors directors they look at your resume say what have you done now if you've done 10 movies and and 10 video games yes your value gets higher right for an example not trying to cross people here but if you look at for an example that's on top of my head dwayne the rock johnson rock is one of the highest paid actors because he's been in so many stuff he's been doing so many stuff and it's the same kind of concept in my opinion with jennifer hale jennifer hale's been doing some iconic roles and some uh, iconic characters so it's hard it's very very hard to to say hey you deserve more because it's legal they have a right to hey this is what we're going to offer you take it or take nothing right you don't want this four thousand okay fine we'll go find somebody else and we'll, we'll offer them something else, right? And it's not a knock on Helena Taylor at all because I understand she's hurting. She can't live off $4,000. Well, she ain't getting no money. So like she can't afford to pay some of the things she need to pay for it. And I understand that's hard. It's very, 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 very hard. Um, but they have a right to do that. Unfortunately, they do. It's, it's, it's morally wrong, but it's legally right. They, you can, they can offer anything when it comes to it and say, hey, here's how much we we think you're worth for your work take it oh you don't want it okay thank you for coming in who's the next candidate it's business it's business so um it, it sucks for her it really does sucks for helena taylor i hope she, i hope her the, the very best um do i think that she'll she'll she's never going to find work mm, i don't know now because you know when you're bashing another voice actor then companies see that and when companies see that it's not really a good look so again i just i have to wish her you know the very uh very very best of luck on that one because i i don't know that's 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 kind of hard that's kind of hard to to decipher up a little bit when it comes down to it so moving on to our next topic of conversation goes out to it for sure it is <laughs> it is elephant of the room ladies and gentlemen we do have an elephant of the room here let me fix my mic as we talk because yeah that's better of course kanye west kanye west kanye west this is diddy mcmill and george floyd's death on drink champs 
Kanye West has been on something of a controversial streak lately. Everybody's talking about Kanye West, so I guess it's fitting that we talk about Kanye West Yeezy as well. Of course, uh, on this latest Drink Champ interview proves that it won't likely end anytime soon. So far, a clip of the 48, uh, excuse me, excuse me, 45 year old declaring his former nemesis Drake as the greatest rapper ever has already gone uh, viral. And now it seems far less flattering comments from Yee's conversation with Nor and DJ F, uh, EFN. Those are the two hosts that's on Drink Champs. I watch Drinks Champs on YouTube. They're pretty funny. Have begun to surface online, particularly ones about the late George Floyd, whose 2020 death sparked mass outreach across America and beyond. Of course, he says, as a father of four, was talking about his friendship with Candace Owens, and he learned that attending her B uh, Black Lives Matter uh, documentary premiere, he said they hit Floyd with fentanyl and added that. Of course, if you look at the video, Derek, uh, Derek Cowan's knee, the, the officer that murdered uh, Floyd, knee wasn't even on his neck like that. Yes, it was, Kanye. We all saw the video. We saw the video, of course, uh, as hip hop, uh, hip hop uh, points out, uh, excuse me, uh, more points out. Experts have previously declared that the late black man died as a result of lack of oxygen he received during the trauma, uh, traumatic incident here's what i stand on that i think it is murder right it could be to where they closed off his 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 airway stepping on his neck and oxygen couldn't reach him to his body in time that's what i think happened again i wasn't there i don't know like i said kanye west having he has a uh he, he's entitled to his opinion he really is but now he's getting ready he's getting he's possibly going to get a lawsuit for uh, family, which I mean, it's very traumatic, right? And for coming from Kanye, he's where he wore the White Lives Matter uh, T-shirt, which we ain't gonna dabble too much in that because that's politics. I ain't gonna dabble too much into that. Of course, since the recent interview had dropped, several viewers have expressed discontent uh, with the host uh, for not challenging Yee on his comments. But the ones about Floyd weren't even the only controversial statement made by. I love Kanye rapper, of course. Uh, there's a tweet here coming for Karuko. There's video too. We we play the video. Kanye West says Floyd's passing passed away because of fentanyl, and that cop's knee wasn't even on his neck. But let's take a listen because it's just one of those things that you know you you got to be careful, right? You got to be careful when it comes down to it. So let's let's see if we can play that that video for y'all. I, I watched the George yeah. Floyd documentary that Candace Owens put up. One of the things that his two roommates said was, they want a tall guy like me. They want a tall guy like me. And the day when he died, he said a prayer for, you know, eight minutes. Mm. He said a prayer for eight minutes. They hit him with the fentanyl. Mm. If you look, the, the guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that. When he said, mama, mama his, is his girlfriend. They said he screamed for his mama. Mama was his girlfriend. It's in the documentary. But something that hit me that fucked me up when I was watching the documentary and it said they want a tall guy like me. When I looked at that image of him, this tall black dude with the bald head, he reminded me of somebody else. Who do you think he reminded me of? Virgil. He reminded me of Virgil. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna cry in front of y'all because that's how they get me, right? right? 
but I know that we lost him. And I know that this white company, Louis Vuitton, is now making statues of him, like as a martyr. And we don't know why exactly. We say it's cancer. But, I yeah. mean, I'm mean, high. Alright, um, so uh, it, it, That's a sticky situation to talk about it um, I've talked about, you know, George Floyd And the, the murder in 2020 And stuff, because I, we, we were all Going through something, obviously in 2020 um, That's a sensitive topic, right? It's, it's very, very sensitive um, To kind of it, It's very, very sensitive to, to, you know, say that Oh man, that the cop's not even uh, the cop's knee wasn't on his neck. Yes, we all saw the video. And it's actually in my documentary, Profit, the documentary that I did in 2020. Video evidence show that man's bulging knee on George Floyd's neck. Um, very, very sensitive topic. I, I think Kanye doesn't really care if he gets sued because he's Kanye West. He's, he's, he's a billionaire now, so he doesn't really care. But it's a very sensitive kind of topic um, when he he's bashing that out. Kanye West has been very Kanye West has been he's been very controversial lately, and I, I don't know. It's it's a sticky situation with that. I I do wish Kanye West the best because it's good to see black brothers that are billionaires. But I don't know, yay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people can rock with that one because that's 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 a sticky 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 situation to say the least and i i just don't know i don't know how i i don't know how that's gonna play out i i hope that plays out for the very best um but it, like i say it's very very sticky situation uh when it comes down to that for sure so uh you know i i don't know it's 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 interesting it's very very interesting uh, moving on to sports news of course oh by the way sorry Kanye I got to give that to you because everybody's talking about it so Kanye West you you the biggest elephant in the room today buddy <laughs> again like I say if Kanye watching this show he don't even care like you know it, it doesn't matter but it's just you know sticky situation right Monica all right moving on to our next and final topic of today's show of course we got to talk a little bit about them sports news for sure we got to talk about them patriots of course patriots bailey zapp becomes first nfl rookie quarterback to achieve this feat of course a uh, uh, bailey zapp becomes the first uh nfl rookie quarterback over the uh achieve this feat originally appeared on nbc sports boston um bailey zapp isn't just winning games for the knee uh new england patriots if we all know tom brady was the former quarterback and then he moved over to the buccaneers uh he's one of the major reasons why they are beating teams of course after helping the patriots defeat the, the uh, detroit lions last week in his first nfl career start the quarter the rookie quarterback played even a better score on sunday's match of a 38 15 victory over the cleveland browns man the browns ain't doing too good this season on the road in week six of course that competed excuse me completed 24 of 34 pass attempts and 309 yards excuse me with two touchdowns and zero interceptions he also spread the ball around pretty well with five players tallying four or more receptions he also made history by becoming the first rookie quarterback in the super bowl era being the 1967 to the present to win his first two starts and a tally a quarterback rating 
of 100 or better in those matchups. Of course, uh, again, this is very good for this young uh, rookie quarterback. Of course, there's a tweet coming from the NFL on CBS. They tweeted, there is only one rookie quarterback in the Super Bowl era to win and post a 100 plus passer rate in each of his first two starts. That QB is Bailey Zapp. Of course, Zapp earned a QB rating 100 uh, points versus the Lions and 118.4 against the Browns. Of course, he also tallied a 107.4 quarterback rating against the Green Bay Packers in week four after he took over the injured Brian Hoyer in the fourth quarter. Even though Zapp, with this T, even though Zap has played quite well over the last three weeks, it's unknown if he'll continue to start games for the Patriots. Mac Jones continues to make progress with his angle injury, and it's possible he could be ready to return for the New England's Week 7 matchup against the Chicago Bears next Monday. Of course, Jones injured his ankle in Week 3 loss to the Baltimore Ravens and haven't played since. Now... I do think that, you know, they might share it, right? Because if you got that starting lineup, you're doing good for the team. The coach might say, hey, Brian Hoyer, you might have to sit this one out, right? You, you might have to you might have to sit this one out because because Sap is doing he's, he's winning games for us, right? He's doing really well. So you might have to sit this one out because they're hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. And that, that's the saying that we say, Monica, life if it ain't broke. Don't fix it. Of course, should the Patriots keep Zap as the start at the starter as long as the team keeps winning? Or does Jones deserve to get his job back again? Because if you're not letting them in, you know, you're paying this this other player a lot of money. Right, Monica, you're paying him a lot of money and then you ain't using them. Mm -mm. As soon as he's healthy, of course, it's the discussion have a worth having, especially after Zap plays such a high level uh, Sunday in Cleveland against the Cleveland Browns. So we're going to play. We're going to pay close attention to that. We're going to see how far that goes for sure, because I, I genuinely want to know how far that's going to go when it comes down to Bailey Zap. Congratulations for him for sure, because he's doing some dope things over at the England Patriots. Going to follow closely for NFL sports later on this week as well. That's going to wrap it up here on our show here today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as much as we did here in the stew at the studio. I wanted to thank my cast crew, Monica T. I'll make sure we sound good. We had a great podcast today. Please remember to stay tuned because tomorrow we're going to be coming back for more podcasting news. Until then, I've been your host for the KLP Aftermath Season 4. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace. You are now tuned in to Atlanta's hottest radio show, KLP Aftermath. We shut it down in the studio. You, you're rocking with the best. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. It's Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat. 94.6 E Radio Station.